What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast, the per the podcast, radio for your phone and your ear hole, a digital radio for the future. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> What's up? How's everybody doing? I hope you're well. Yeah. Uh, it worked. I guess almost done with this year, huh? Thank God. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Get the fuck out of here. No one wants you here. Did Ugh. she even go here? <laughs> Tragic. Um, Truly awful. Yeah. Well, we got a great show for you today. Mm-hmm. I think. I it's think. Gonna get you, gonna get you in the holiday spirit. I think. Ooh, yeah. I'm drinking red wine for the occasion. I got um, red lipstick on for the uh, occasion. You look great. My hair's Thanks. wet, um, and I'm drinking a gin and tonic that Pete made me very last minute. Oof! Bless Angel. my sister-in-law. She brought a. She came down from Alaska and brought us a fucking. She replenished my stock mm. of Amalga gin. Shout out to them. It's the best. You that can only get it in Alaska. So good. Oh my god, it is heaven. So uh, I'm having that. Truly delightful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're we're uh, we're getting uh, nice and loose for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little bit about that in a minute. But uh, yeah. before we do, do we have any business? No biz. All right, no biz. Just uh, go to our Patreon. It's uh, Patreon dot com. Yeah. Slash DTFU podcast. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that, that's that's good bi- biz. That's. That's business like. Yeah, that's that. I'll have the businesswoman special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of fun content on there. We do all kinds of silly stuff on there. Um, yeah, that's just uh, more of the more of this, just a little bit less filtered. Mm-hmm. Great taste, less filling. <laughs> um, bad taste, or it's like extra. Yeah. It's like, what's the like, it's like, it's like a DTFU mega. Yeah. Bad taste, more <laughs> filling for sure. Terrible, terrible taste. Uh, Worst like, taste, more filling. Mm-hmm. It's extremely, I mean, they thought this was unfiltered. Yeah. No. no, bitch. This is the lean cuisine to our Patreon's hungry man. You know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it is. <laughs> this is this is the uh... <laughs> the bud heavy to your bud light. <laughs> yes, yes. This is yeah. This is the bu- yeah yeah. Our Patreon's the bud heavy to the bud light of the podcast. Our this podcast that you're listening to right now is those like. Remember when they made those triscuits that were like thin and and like lower calorie? They're like reduced sodium. Yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah. That's this podcast. The Patreon, no, no. however, is the full flavor, full fat, full sodium Trisket. Well, okay. I, I want it to be. I'm looking for something like this is a good. This time. is good. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, a yeah. good time. Yeah. This is this is You're champagne. Right. That is the champagne of beers. Why am I talking about beer so much? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Miller like, Lite. Like this, like the podcast is the Vuv and okay. and the um and Patreon is the fucking what's the really expensive one? Uh Dom? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The Dom Perignon. Yeah. Totally. Okay. We got there. Fair enough. We got there. <laughs> um Jesus Christ. Well I love it. Uh yeah, so we're uh yeah, that yeah, we're we're on Patreon. It's very cool. Um, yeah, and uh, do we have anything fucked up this week? No, I got fucking. I feel pretty good. I'm. I got boosted earlier though, and then, uh, well, I don't know if it was because of the booster or because I ate a bowl of chili and then did the Peloton. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not feeling great. Uh, it's hard to say what it is. We'll know more tomorrow or maybe like in an hour and a half. Um, okay. 
we'll see where we're at. But we might have yeah. to cut this early. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> if there's a, an abrupt, uh, if if you hear some hard edits, that's because we had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> If it sounds like we used the end to last week's episode, tacked on to the end of this mm. one, yeah, then that's it's, what happened. I had diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> I maybe didn't make it to the toilet. Um, no, no, my but also my hair is wet, and so also there might be some hard cuts in this episode if you're watching on YouTube where my hair is suddenly dry. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I got I got boosted. I got the COVID booster the other day too, and yeah, like the Tuesday? day before. Yeah, it was yeah, like, uh, yeah, and it was. I felt totally. I was really worried. I was gonna feel like shit, and yeah. uh, I I was great. I felt good. I yeah. I don't know if it had anything to do with my large consumption of water, but yeah, oh, um, my, hashtag hydrate. Hydrate, yeah, um, but. I was good. Mm. I even, yeah, I was like the next day, like went to lunch with a friend and had a had a midday beer and everything. Oh my god! Yeah, it was great. Oh, so nice. Yeah, and but your arm hurt, right? My arm hurt real bad. Yeah, mine hurts really bad already. Okay, so but, I feel like that's it. Hopefully, but yeah, but it went away and like the ibuprofen really really helped. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my, those are my hot tips for amazing <laughs> for, getting, for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what, do you have a fucked up thing of the week? No. Everything's pretty hunky-dory so far. Good. Just uh, getting geared up for the holidays, you know? Yeah. I'm getting, uh, I'm trying to figure out a tablescape. Oh. Because we're going to have uh, DJ's uh, family here and then my family the next day. Mm-hmm. Or, well, they'll be for the weekend, um, the Thanksgiving weekend. But, yeah. Like Thanksgiving proper, like we're going to have. DJ's family here. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get my tablescape together. Oh my god! I was like looking at pictures and like I could I can just walk around my neighborhood and like grab like fucking leaves from all these eucalyptus trees and magnolia yeah. trees and shit because oh, they'll smell it, good. Yeah, it's like I have all the foliage here in my front yard, so I don't need to buy a fake garland or whatever you know yeah although it might have bugs and stuff how do you like clean it off before you put it on the dinner table shit. oh my what if there's like dog shit on it or something <laughs> from a tree in the sky oh you'll take it off the tree you won't pick yeah. up the fallen no. ones no, oh, okay no, no. no i'm gonna walk i'm gonna go for a walk with my shears and, oh uh, cute just fucking and, gardening yeah yeah like what nobody's gonna say shit to me come on no yeah it's one leaf. Yeah. It's one leaf. It's for fine. the tablescape. It's for the tablescape. <laughs> I also what? have a magnolia tree in my front yard, so it's, it's Oh, fine. yeah, just use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, so I'm getting ready for that. I'm not cooking anything, but um, with that in it. mind, we're this is like our topic. What we're, yeah. what we're talking about today is oh my God. Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. the food we eat. Mm. Yeah, we were talking uh we were talking offline about like why we were we got on the topic of ham. I don't even know. You know, sometimes <laughs> that's just where the conversation goes. <laughs> we you don't never know. know. We you can't never control know. it, but we uh-uh. were just <laughs> talking am- amongst ourselves about ham and we're yeah. like, "Why do we eat ham?" And then we're like, "Oh, maybe we should do like why we eat what we eat on Thanksgiving." And so that's how we got here. So we're going to talk about some of the some of the traditional foods that we know and love and and have been have come to be known and associated with the day. Yeah, like these are the staple kind of things that the quintessential components to a Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Uh that we're going to talk about and why they are they are quintessential and why 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 just yeah. why why do we have these foods what's uh, yeah. it all about and honestly it's interesting yeah it's interesting and um some of them yeah some some of them well we're not going to get to all of them cuz i was also thinking like man you know it's one of those things where you don't know what you don't know and like Thanksgiving's so different, like, regionally and, like, mm. like, the culture you grew up in, like, even in the U.S., you know, and, like, where you grew up. And it's just, like, 
what you have on your table is so specific and we'll get into like a couple things that we have yeah uh like in our own traditions that like maybe are thanksgiving related i have one that's i don't even know where it comes from amazing i love that that's yeah. so exciting it's just um, something my grandma always made and we loved so i love that yeah, yeah we're we've we've talked a lot about thanksgiving in the past and how much we love mm-hmm. it it's one of my favorite holidays yeah it is uh, a quintessential american non-religious holiday and it's a holiday for eating basically yeah. and being thankful and being with your family obviously but or your chosen second. chosen family <laughs> but that comes second it's for eating it's it is specifically for eating yeah. yeah yeah um no other agenda other than you know you pick fights with your racist cousin and tell him <laughs> to fuck off and get in a huge fight and you know <laughs> yeah you get happened. grilled by your aunt who you don't even like anyway about like when are you gonna have kids when are you gonna get married blah 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 and you're just like <sighs> yeah you might have to deal with a with a QAnon conspiracy theorist and oh. godspeed if you do for sure anti-vax <laughs> listen we've all got one of them in our family a hundred percent a hundred percent um not also, any pity that's a, coming to my house though uh, well they're not allowed i guess not invited Mm-mm. um also we should acknowledge we know this is a problematic holiday for mm-hmm. like so many reasons like obviously those reasons range from like co- like colonization of the united states of america and you know t- also tense family dynamics like there's just it food people who have interesting relationships with food mm-hmm. um I, listen it's a lot and also I, i'm dreading this year if i'm being honest because i lost my dad this year and my brother doesn't live in california anymore so it's going to be very pared down i think it'll still be nice to get together but it's going to be very different so uh I'm not looking forward to that. But on the other hand, I do get to eat my emotions. And I'm very good at that. Oh, same. <laughs> my God. Oh, man. It's, it's Yeah. it's And it's all your favorite foods. Like, it's, it's, all, it's all your traditions. It's comfort. It's comfort. It is so, comfort for a lot of people. Some yeah. people, it's definitely not. Some people, it's stress and you're family True. sucks at cooking and it's disgusting yeah. i don't know maybe <laughs> like that, maybe that sucks <laughs> or like if you're you know one of the most memorable but like maybe hardest thanksgivings i ever had not no it wasn't hard but like was when i was in college and i went to a friend's family's house and it just oh. feels weird it's yeah. like when you go well i've never been to pete's house for thanksgiving because that was my holiday so we all we were either here or by ourselves in new york but like i I guess this is fucked up i'm just like i can't spend no this is like a my family holiday uh we've done christmas with his family yeah 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 you're saying this is the this is the expectation for me in our relationship and like i'm like lay those ground rules yes those ground rules so i don't even know if if it would feel weird but it does feel weird when I've spent it not with my family. A hundred percent. It's, uh, I mean, we lived on, you know, the East Coast for so mm-hmm. long and ha- ha- we we would go home for Thanksgiving most of the time, but a lot of the time we, we, could. we couldn't because it yeah. was too hard. You know, we needed like more time off to go and spend yeah. that holiday and it was just and like it's expensive to fly it was very that expensive. time of year and i was it was broke as fuck i know same yeah. was, we were broke as fuck and we just you know it was hard so yeah. we, we spent a lot of um a lot of thanksgivings on the east coast just you know cooking at home or just yeah. like you know doing friends givings whatever mm. so yeah um however you celebrate if you celebrate it all i mean and you know, a lot of people are vegetarians or vegan and do not partake in a lot of the traditional uh, or what we. Well, just the turkey. Yeah. You can, everything else, I feel like, is pretty you like figure out. Veg- yeah. Like vegetable friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You no. Know? But, you know, like some stuff is like yeah. maybe you don't like either. So True. we're going to we're going to just like talk about all this shit. And oh, my God. Why? I, I just like I feel like. We've never really we've talked a lot about Thanksgiving, but we've never really talked about or even questioned the very core of the holiday, which are the foods that we eat on this day. And why? Like, why is 
why is there turkey and cranberry sauce and stuff? Why is that a thing? Yeah. Um, it's delicious and comforting oh to us. But is it actually weird? Like, yeah. You know, like, does from it like make an, sense from an outsider's perspective? Like, do you like if you're from another country and you see what we eat? Is that like, does that sound disgusting to you? Um, I promise yeah. you it's not, but like, <laughs> no, no, but let no, but we don't know because let me ask this. If you are not American and you come to the U.S. and you're at like a sandwich place and it's like a Thanksgiving quote unquote sandwich, mm-hmm. it has turkey, maybe there's stuffing on it, maybe there's cranberry sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you ordered that as someone who doesn't have an understanding of Thanksgiving and like the flavor profiles, do you like it? Does it taste good? I mean, that, these I, are these are hard. questions. We can't I, unpack it. It's like we can't even separate it. You know yeah, what I mean? We've been conditioned not just yeah. from our own childhood, but for generations yeah. <laughs> and centuries of tradition yeah. to accept these foods as normal and good. Yeah. Um, like, are these foods even objectively good is like what we're, what we're wondering. I think they are. Um, mm, I don't of know, course dude. they are. I, 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 I don't think I like it. I, I yeah I mean some people will argue that there has never been a turkey that is not dry and I, <laughs> that's I've, why gravy exists I've had it's... some good ass non-dry turkey so mm. um that's why everybody loves dark meat not everybody I don't know yeah um so let's let's uh let's rant and rave and yes. give you some food for thought <laughs> oh bitch is that the episode title? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe. Um, we'll see if we top it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we're talking turkey. That could be it. <laughs> That's what I named the the notes. <laughs> uh, well, just a little background. We all know the like whitewashed lore of how mm-hmm. Thanksgiving came to be. Mm-hmm. It's pilgrims and, and indigenous people coming together. Um, there is written records of this event um on december it happened actually in december oh the fuck um well i'm it might have no it might have just been when the letter was written i don't i don't know about oh. it, the actual date but on december 11th 1621 a man named edward winslow of the P- plymouth P- plantation uh, wrote a letter in hopes of attracting more colonists. Mm. And in it, he described a three-day feast shared by the Plymouth settlers and uh, the local, what? We get one fucking day. I know. It was it should, three days? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's since been transformed into Black Friday. So, oh. yeah, we've made, we've, of course, in we've America, it. Yeah. made it about uh, consumerism. Oh. Uh <laughs> That came later, though. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it was it was with these uh, Plymouth colonizers and mm-hmm. the local Wampanoag tribe. Mm. Um, and Winslow's firsthand account of the first Thanksgiving included no like actual mention of turkey. He does, however, mention that they gathered wild fowl for the meat for the meal. Mm. So that could have been like you know, geese or pheasants or, you know, something, something along those lines. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's also likely too. like historians have said, maybe they even had fish. Yeah, that's actually like I was looking at traditional uh, Thanksgiving um, menus and the fish is usually included on the menu. So interesting. Maybe I mean, that's why we put oysters in stuffing. And by we, I don't mean my family, but people. No, that's like very East Coast. So oh, this okay. is this is like New New England. Right. And whatever was in season and, you know, obviously indigenous to the land yeah. at that time. So, um, yeah, I think turkeys were abundant in that area, which mm-hmm. is why some people have you know, kind of concluded that maybe that is what they ate. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this went on for like a few days so they had multiple oh yeah 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 types of food um all through the those days um yeah so wild fowl of some sort um whether that was a turkey or not 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 for sure but maybe yeah. but ducks geese i it's all good yeah. i don't know i've never had goose before but i've had duck and it's uh 
pretty good. Um, hmm. Yeah, many people do think that it was a turkey, though, like I said, because they were abundant in that area at the time. Yeah. Um, but the use of the turkey in the United States for Thanksgiving uh, precedes Lincoln nationalized this holiday in 1863. Oh. But people before that was made official had already been doing this Thanksgiving meal. It was already and trending. Used- and it was yeah. already trending, and turkey mm-hmm. was already the main event for most people's Thanksgiving meal. Mm. Um, and we have evidence of this because in uh, her novel, Northwood, or A Tale of New England, from 1827, Sarah Josepha Hale devoted an entire chapter to Thanksgiving dinner, emphasizing many of the foods that are now considered traditional. So mm. this has been literal centuries of, of people eating this you know menu. what what we now still eat um yeah. the major tenets of it we're going to talk about some stuff that's a lot newer yes yes um now we all eat turkey mm-hmm. i'm not all but you know for the most part most mm-hmm. people eat turkey and a lot of the sides we eat are also loosely based on what historians thought may have been included in that first feast uh oh. cranberry breads of you know whatever make yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know like a we have stuffing but they probably did not have that breads uh, of every ilk breads of every ilk um corn and you know anything and everything that would have been native and in season Mm -hmm. that that time of the year in new england Mm. um back in the 1600s um And so very cool that it's persisted for so long. Um, now let me just spit a couple facts at you. That okay. Are kind yeah, of I'm disturbing. Ready. Oh. Did you know that Thanksgiving may be the largest eating event in the United States as measured by retail sales for food and beverages and by estimates of individual food intake? Yeah. Well, well how, what other day would it be? I don't know. This is we've already established. This is an eating holiday. Mm-hmm. It's there's almost no other purpose. Yeah, we we never went around the table and we're like, everybody say what you're thankful for. We never oh, really? did that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because also we were always at the kids' table. You know, for most of my even my adult life, like yeah. we didn't fit at my grandma's house around the adult table. I never graduated to that table, and now we don't celebrate really? anymore. Yeah. No, oh, man. there was never room for us because the table didn't get bigger. We all became adults. We all got partners. So I never sat there, but I heard it wasn't very fun anyway. And we, yeah. and so we all just like, I was at the kids table, baby. Forever. Yeah. Forever. I yeah. mean, shit. I, we just like, my family always talked about uh, politics and, yeah, you know, we would That's have. That's normal very uh existential conversations about everything so mm. well it was nice and you host it now which means you are at the adult table yeah that's how you get there yeah you gotta you, you gotta, gotta make it happen it. Yeah, yeah 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 um yeah our our kids table is gonna be just uh just jack and his, his uh, cousin his cousin this year yeah. and they're just gonna sit at the the kitchen cute um little island so and I got them little coloring uh, placemats and stickers Aww. and stuff. Yeah. Cute. Like Thanksgiving themed. It's, it's real cute. That's sweet. Um, yeah. So we just, uh, we, eat, we eat a lot. It's, mm. it's, it is what it is. It, um, that's the day. Yeah. And then one more fact. Uh, did you know that people often consume as much as three or 4,000 calories during the course of the dinner? Oh. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a rough day. I, we, do you eat late at, in the day? Cause we eat at like three. I don't know what we're doing this year. Uh, cause it's just Pete and me and my mom. So we're doing whatever we want, but do you, what do you traditionally do? Like, what do you know? What would have you done? Like well, with your family in the when past? We, when it used to be at my grandma's house, we'd eat. This is the fucking thing because she'd always be like, nobody eat lunch. We weren't allowed to eat lunch. No one was. No, and no. Mm-mm. They would maybe. It's, it's a graze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we would always set out. No, not even. There wasn't even food out except 
like maybe a charcuterie slash vegetable tray, which was like a more recent addition. And mm. always she made guacamole, a huge thing of guac. When that was gone, you're done. So and and then it would always be like nobody eat lunch and and we're going to eat around five. And it was never ready at five. No, mm-hmm. it was always ready at like seven. And so everyone's drunk, starving, starving angry like grouchy people, yeah it, it, everybody's tired, on edge passed out. Yeah. yeah like who knows it, it was bad. everybody's like distracted watching football and doesn't yeah. even want to come eat it even when it's done i know yeah it's like it, it was brutal so you had to eat a big breakfast and then really pace yourself with the guacamole and, <laughs> and the ham or whatever someone put we, out <laughs> we learned the hard way yes we yeah. used to do that and then we were like we're not we're not it's yeah only, we're only going to eat around two or three period and then everybody goes home around like you know what yeah. like eight or nine and you want to enjoy it too it's like yes if you're waiting it's a all long day, meal yeah, yeah if you're waiting all day and you're starving you're not you you are just gonna like eat it so quickly and then feel sick and not even like think about it it's like because that's sit and because then what you do is you you have like the big main event in the middle of the day like in yeah. the like late afternoon. Yeah. And then you go and you keep drinking and like you put stuff away or whatever, or leave it out whatever. Yeah. And then you come back a few hours later and make yourself a little sandwich, you know, oh. like a tur- little turkey sandwich with a roll like and then you like watch football and you get your glass of wine and you fucking take oh a nap God. maybe. Or what we do like to do is go for a walk around the block, you oh, know, that's like nice. Yeah, we would go on walks. Just keep it chill, keep it chill. But that's so, the key, I think, with this big ass fucking calorie laden meal is you gotta pace you gotta, yourself. Gotta pace yourself. You gotta Spread be smart about it. You gotta, yeah, yeah. So you gotta I, you gotta make sure you spread it out so that you can enjoy it and like have all the things and not like missed out on anything because you were too full too quickly or whatever because you your stomach drunk because you've been waiting all day yeah there's a strategy to it as well there is a strategy and i feel like we've 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 gotten better at it as we had many more of them many more thanksgiving dinners it takes making it casual because i think that's the issue with how my thanksgivings were growing up is like Mm. sometimes we would even do two in a day we'd go to my dad's mom's house and then we go to my mom's mom's house that was a lot but you know what no but you know what more enjoyable because i would pick my favorite foods Mm. at each house like Uh. oh i like this grandma's green beans better i'm gonna eat those here and then when i go to my other grandma's house i'm gonna eat the stuffing you know what i mean like i got to like i can't stop myself i'll just eat everything Oh, I really had to play the long game. It was a it was a long day. But mm-hmm. but I do think it was so regimented. And I think like you're saying, it needs to be like kind of casual and like, hey, we're going to like eat early and then we're just going to hang out. And if you want to eat more, you eat more. And if not, you know, that's cool. But also, like, like I don't want everybody there until like I know super late at night unless yeah. you're spending the night. But I don't know. Like, that's how it was at my grandma's house. Like, we'd all, like, you know, we'd do the dinner and we'd eat for, like, we'd sit at the table for, like, a solid two hours, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so by then it's, like, you know, five, whatever. Yeah. And then we'd we'd break up and we'd go watch some football or whatever. Then we'd come back to the table, have a cup of coffee, and play Mexican train. Like, that's what we would do. How nice. Mm -hmm. And And then eat pie, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, and then it's and then it's eight o'clock, and then it's like, well, oh let's my go god, home. no, because we always ate so late. It's like we had to do the pie right behind. No, you we'd can't eat. How? We'd do all. We'd clear all the plates. Me and my female cousins. Fucking, I hate this. And you'd have to do the dishes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck that. I always refused. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm gonna go outside and talk to the guys and drink a beer. No, we weren't allowed. My grandma would not let that happen. And and also all the dishes were very fancy. So like they were like the fancy thing. So we had to be very careful. And then so we'd do that as quickly as we could and like load up all the dishwashers and like just like get it to a good place. And then we'd have pie. Yep. And then it's like fucking 11 p.m. <laughs> You're like, get me out of here. It's not the way, man. No. Um, you already have heartburn. It's a, it was a long day. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. Well, 
if you time it right, it's not so gross. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it, what we're saying is you can you can strategize to make it less gross. Yeah, you yeah. can strategize. Listen, you're still going to eat the three to four thousand calories over the course of the day. We're not saying not to. I'm saying do it. And if you are like, yes, this is like if you are interested in what I'm saying and I'm <laughs> I'm selling you on this, but your grandma or your mom are or your your you know your yeah, aunt or your whatever, friend, your whatever. friend whoever yeah. they're they're insisting on a later dinner have them listen to this and, <laughs> or or you know just take the key points from my argument and and let them know how much better it is i um, feel like we should write and publish a book on yeah. like I, I think we could have we could offer a couple different strategies to thanksgiving mm-hmm. based on like what your situation is like yeah. If you're if your grandma's starving you mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. in preparation, pack a snack. Like, like or be or be you know proactive and be like, I'll take care of the charcuterie board for the yeah. family. Whatever, and or make a good one that's like or, filling. Or just bring a shit ton of snacks that everybody snacks. will be down to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. get a fucking anyway. get a get a fucking party sub middle of yeah. the day. Or or <laughs> or. Or everybody gets just a slice. Like no one's eating a whole sandwich. Everyone's eating like a knuckle of a sandwich. You know what I mean? I, I I'm looking for a little bit of a lighter uh vibe. You know, maybe we'll like get a, a tuna one. Like, like I'm talking like a fruit a fruit tray, a veggie tray. Like that's that's the yeah. that's the vibe. Anyway. Uh <laughs> that's that's the that's the jam. So I just remembered one year my uncle, I think my uncles went to like Carl's Jr. and got a couple no. like people were starving, Aaron. It was we he snuck You're it. ready to cannibalize each other. <laughs> Dude, it was yeah. See, this is the thing. This is what you don't want. If your grandma knew that this was happening, she would be oh, mortified. She she would be pissed. Been so mad. The preparation mm-hmm. needs to be from top down. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you ready know, ready to go. And also, I will say this last thing, and this will go in the book as well. <laughs> as, as you age, let people help you. Yeah. Delegate, because my grandma was getting older and doing all this. I mean, it would put her out for like a week after she was so exhausted from. It's exhausting. It is it's, very, very exhausting and hard to host. Yeah. She's cooking. She was cooking for like 20 people. I mean, that's how, that's my, you know, that was that side of the family. It was a lot. And she was a little old lady. All right. Should we talk about some specific dishes and their origins? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. These are specific dishes that were not celebrated necessarily in the form that we have them now on the first yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're going to talk about some of the things that Yeah, these are dishes that are definitely like traditional to Thanksgiving, but maybe the origin of it isn't necessarily the first giving first first giving. <laughs> the first Thanksgiving, but came later. Mm. Anyway, this first one anyway, some of the other ones we're going to talk about were potentially in some form or another at the first Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But this one definitely isn't. But it is a very celebrated dish. It's iconic. It's iconic. giving me Thanksgiving vibes. It's giving me – it's the casserole with the most, and it's super moist. It's, it's giving <laughs> cheese. It's giving onion. It's giving life. It is so Is there so cheese good. in it? Absolutely, bitch. Oh, bitch. I Not in mine. Oh, honey. Oh. oh, my God. Well, maybe this is why we don't have it at my Thanksgiving, because we've never elevated it with cheese. It's green oh. bean casserole. Mm, mm, mm. Those crispy onions, I will eat Ooh. those out of the tin. Give me – this is like, I think my – so I started out hating green bean casserole. Yeah. Like it's it an was, acquired taste, like, it was, like a good scotch. It was a not, not a appealing dish to me, but then mm. – it has since become, as I've gotten older and developed a more sophisticated <laughs> palate. Uh, <laughs> uh, it has become my favorite side dish, I think. You know why? Thanksgiving. 
the bad rap comes from a thousand percent the color. It's the grayest food. <laughs> See, this is why you need to you need to make sure that your green beans are like nice and blanched so mm. that you sh- like so you shock them so they stay green and yeah and you know what i mean and yeah. then when you put it in the oven they don't like get all like mushy and gross yeah uh there's there's methods okay that you can yeah. adopt and you got to like get you don't just use the the cream and mushroom soup you use like like you saute whole mushroom you know not whole mushrooms but real mushrooms yeah. And to mix them with it. Anyway. Oh, yours is very elevated. You got to elevate it. You got to elevate it. You save me some this year and give it to me. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank okay. you. I want mm-hmm. some. Okay. Because I just tried the, um, I sent Aaron a message earlier. I got these like um, green bean casserole bites from Trader Joe's and I put oh. them in the oven. Excuse me. They were, you know, the the phyllo dough, they're like little cups of phyllo dough filled with the casserole. The phyllo yeah. dough tasted like raw. Like it oh, wasn't no. raw, but it was like floury and it, there was just too mm. much of it. And it didn't, I couldn't taste the casserole. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So they weren't very good. Okay. Trader Joe's, listen, they don't always hit the mark. It was a bit of a miss. It was a bit of a miss. Um, Okay. But green bean casserole, who did this? Who is responsible for this? There can only be one. Mm. And we know it's Campbell's. Campbell's, Campbell's soup. soup. Yep. <laughs> um, this dish is straight up soup propaganda. Good soup. It- <laughs> it's good soup. It's um, a way to get people to buy a soup that is otherwise probably not bought throughout the year. But I think you're going to disagree with me later, uh, according to the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, I think most people buy it for now most people buy it for the purpose of making this casserole whether cre- it's at thanksgiving cream of mushroom sh- cream of mushroom soup is yeah what cream of mushroom about. soup yeah yeah specifically there's they have so many flavors oh my god yeah more than 31 i'd say <laughs> would you yes <laughs> okay is that baskin know. robbins yeah <laughs> i don't know okay Okay. Um, so this casserole was developed by Dorcas Riley. Hot. <laughs> uh, I bring back listen, all these like Bring back Dorcas. <laughs> all these depression era names are coming back into style and I bring back Dorcas, man. <laughs> I okay. It's spelled luckily not with a K, but it it's spelled with a C. But it's like if it was spelled with a K, it would be D O R K U S Dorcas. But it's yeah, a C. Maybe it's, it's like, Dorsus. <laughs> it's Dorcas. Um, oh, yeah. It's like I think it's like Greek, right? I don't know. Who, oh, who's to say? I don't know. Well, well, I don't know. But well, Dorcas Riley, she's Irish, right? It's American as fuck. Yeah, it's it's Irish. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. Okay. Don't listen to me. Maybe I've it's drank um. Wine. Yeah, maybe it's Gaelic and like we're pronouncing, you know, it's like how how Sersha is spelled like Sorcy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dorcas is really Dersha. Dorsha. Dorsha. Or like Diana. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's Diana. Like, how are you getting that? Okay. Okay. Well, Dorcas was a member of the Home Economics Department of Campbell's. Which, why wasn't it just referred to as the, like, R&D, Research and Development Department? Because because this was 1950s and sexism. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're not going to pay you a food scientist salary, so you're the no. home economics department. You get paid yeah. in soup. Yeah. You and get paid in soup. <laughs> also. Soup for my family. <laughs> the soup jokes are too much. Sorry. Also. It's the condensed version, so. Mm -hmm. You have to add water. Yeah, sorry. Hopefully you have Mm -hmm. water. Okay. Um, Well, this dish earned the reputation of, quote unquote, the ultimate comfort food when it was, like, popular in the 50s. As the recipe was based on uh, the two things, this is another quote, the two things most Americans always had on hand in the 1950s, green beans and Campbell's cream and mushroom soup. Those are the two things every household <laughs> had on hand. <laughs> God. It, that no and- wonder. 
No wonder our grandparents were like practically malnourished. My God, Fucking, it's just so insane. It was, we had green beans, Campbell's cream of mushroom condensed soup, Pepsodent toothpaste, and Tab. Yeah, and Wonder Bread white bread. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! At least they had green beans. Oh my um, God. So, yeah, so the 1950s. Yeah, I don't want to get popular. scurvy. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well you they might. needed lemonade for that, I guess. I don't know. So, it was, as I was saying, the ultimate comfort food. Um, also, Campbell's Cream and Mushroom Soup was created circa 1934. And even before this point, like, it was a it was a casserole staple and so much so that it eventually became known in the midwest as the quote-unquote lutheran binder because like people would just make church casseroles and that's what they used for the wet part yeah yeah they're like let me pour this like wet gray soup into (laughs) um this chipped beef and see what happens i think that sounds good i know kind of (laughs) (laughs) i need it right now it's like gravy you know it's gravy yeah all right so you like it I like it, yeah. Well, a lot of people like it because Campbell's estimates that 40% of their current cream of mushroom sales go into this dish. It makes total sense. I don't know when yeah. else I would buy it. I've not, I would never buy it uh, unless I was actually making the chicken casserole that my mom stroganoff. makes. Or, or beef stroganoff, which I've never made in my life. Uh, <laughs> or green bean casserole, yeah. which I only make for Thanksgiving. Yeah. The next thing, speaking of gross textures, is the canned cranberry sauce. Gross. I fucking love it. Gross. It's not a sauce, though. It's more of like a shelf-stable jello, I would say. A congealed fucking... It's congealed. Disgusting abomination. Yeah. It's rude as fuck to cranberry, okay? Cranberry is a delightful little fruit, and how dare. Oh, my God. See, I love it. I love that you could slice it. I love the tanginess of it, the texture of it. Every It just like is – I don't know why. My grandma would make cranberry sauce from scratch with like mm-hmm. orange zest and like – My mom makes it – makes both. Yeah. yeah. I Fuck. I, I was like, gross. I don't want that one. I'm like, cut me off a slice of the canned stuff. Absolutely not. Oh, See, my you God. have to have both because like Cause some people want – Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people want the, the, the sick uh, – cranberry schmegma and some people want some fucking and some people want the weird chunks with like the skin in it that's I want like, like a barely compote, digestible you know like a like a nice you know I don't know yeah like, yeah like where I could put it on a piece of bread and like it's like a jam basically you like, want a jam I want a cranberry, cranberry jam. jam okay mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah and I want the skins removed uh that's why I like the can I think fair, there's fair no enough, skins fair there's no like Weird parts. Um, okay, so obviously, well, I don't think we need to say this, but, um, well, we explained it was from the 50s, but, you know, green bean casserole was not at the first Thanksgiving. No, they did not have cream and mushroom soup then. No. They, they, they might have had some green beans. They might have had, uh, and mushrooms. You know, yeah. They didn't but, have no fried onions. No. And that's what ties the whole dish together. That's right. That's um, the piece de resistance. When you're making a casserole, this, I'm sorry to go back to casseroles. No, no. But on, it deserves ma- all the time. A casserole has to have a crunchy top. Like it has to. So like yes. that's a rule, I think. Otherwise, it's one note. That's why you put a breadcrumb. That's why you put a cr- crumply chip, mm-hmm. a fried onion. Like it needs some sort of t- or a slivered almond if not, not you, but people do. Mm-hmm. But that's why you need that like textural top. It's like a savory strudel. <laughs> okay i'm not kidding i think we should develop a recipe that like where green bean casserole is the base of a savory strudel and we figure out a way to make like a strudely top Mm -hmm. like like maybe where we like get some flour and butter involved with the like pulverized crunchy onions to make it like savory what if we did that let's do it we're gonna make i want to do it we're gonna make them we're gonna write we're gonna it's the it's the fucking DTFU fucking... home economics department. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, we're adult enough. We've lived enough life. We could do this. We I could figure this. it out. Yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. 
Okay, we'll do it. Um, yeah. Okay, back to the cranberry sauce. Okay, so cranned, canned cranberry sauce, <laughs> obviously not at the first Thanksgiving, but um, they also didn't even have like a bespoke cranberry sauce. Like they didn't even have like the, you know, handmade one. Yeah, um, but they did have cranberries, so that it's very have... possible they had them incorporated somehow. Mm-hmm. But not in it the way. It wasn't a sauce. It wasn't it... a sauce. It wasn't how it we was... know it. No, no. And here's why: because sugar was very scarce and also a luxury at the during the time of the first Thanksgiving. So they could have eaten just like plain cranberries or maybe cranberry sweetened with maple syrup. But it mm-hmm. wasn't on the table as a sauce until <clears throat> like. 40 years later in 1663. Yeah, they had to establish a better trade system mm-hmm. to exploit all those countries that had sugar cane yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they did. And, and they that's did. how they got pumpkin pie. Oh, and right into it, pumpkin Eventually. pie. They did not have pumpkin pie at the first uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, because They might have had pumpkin, like, you know, they might have used like pumpkin baked. and it, well, or, or just sauteed. like some in some way, in some form or fashion, they 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 used the you know whatever they had on hand, like a, a yeah. delicious gourd uh, <laughs> of some sort. Yeah, they made they put it on the charcuterie gourd, <laughs> the charcuterie gourd. Yeah, they had they had, you know, they probably had some like squash and they yeah. could have had pumpkin incorporated. Like maybe they braised it. Maybe they um Yeah. Maybe they did something with it, mashed but it wasn't it. mashed it up. Yeah, made yeah. a made some sort of something with it. But again, it was not in the not a pumpkin pie. They didn't have no. uh the ability to cook a pie basically. Well, and they didn't have the ingredients because, again, sugar was scarce. And yeah, sugar they didn't scarce. have flour and butter yet. Flour so. and, yeah, all that shit would have been very, very difficult to come by. Yeah. Um, but so it that, came pretty quick. Yeah. Like, well, once they were established and, yeah. you know, had, again, their trade routes established, that's how that all came to be. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the first pumpkin pie made an appearance as early as 1623. So it was just a little, a little, a little after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they could have had, um, like we have usually mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. They could have had potatoes. They could have had some sort of starchy tuber, but not, maybe not like a, like what, but I, but it's probably unlikely. Not. It's yeah. unlikely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that if that was um, native to New England at the time. But I don't think so. Potatoes. Didn't Irish settlers bring potatoes Ma- over? Yeah. But I, I think there's other yeah, roots. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's other roots like like a, a parsnip or something mm-hmm. could have been sure. in, been there. But who's to yeah. say? I mean, honestly, they they really kind of like locked in the menu though like within the next few years like w- yeah we're we're talking about the fact that the first thanksgiving didn't have these things but it was like a couple of years later for some of these items and then like like they've been on the menu longer than they haven't at this point by yes, far yes for so sure so it's pretty uh, this is a tradition that's lasted a very long time yeah this everything's been in full effect for since oh, the 1600s, yeah. basically. Long last time. Okay, so let's talk about some of the traditions we have, like in our own, like families, that yeah. maybe other people don't have. Um, okay, I was gonna say that champagne was a tradition, but then one year, um, my <laughs> uncle, we talked him into putting, I think, a sausage in his nostril <laughs> because we'd all drank too much and. Like a sausage link or? Like a mini little, yeah, 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 yeah. And then my mom got sober. And so that's not a part of it. And honestly, you know what? I don't miss the heartburn because the last Thanksgiving that I went to where I was still drinking champagne on Thanksgiving, I remember waking up at like midnight. Like I wasn't even asleep that long and it's I was so sick. much sugar. Oh my God. Yeah, it's champagne will fuck your life up if you're not careful. You only are good for like a glass or two and that's it. But what we got to the point where we were all hoarding champagne through the year to bring it to Thanksgiving and then me and oh my God. aunts were like 
just drinking so much of it. Anyway, I'm glad that's over. Um, yeah. Because it was big bubbles, big troubles. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Um, okay, but I will tell you, we do have one dish that was. Um, the, it, it's I still make it. It was a dish uh-huh. my grandma made, and I took it over uh, for my family just so we have it. It's called. A, this is not what my grandma called it, but this is what it's called: polenta dolce. Okay. What did she call it? Polenta dulce. Oh. Which I guess could be. That could be what it is. Yeah. But, uh, or, or dulce or something. I don't know. But I think it's polenta dolce. Okay. Um, that's how you'd say it in Italian. Yeah. Based on the name, what do you think it is? <laughs> is it sweet corn? Um. No, but it is sweet. Is it? It's is it sweet like cornmeal of some sort? Like that's what polenta mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah. Like it's sweet though. Uh-huh. Like yeah. So it's like a a pudding. Ooh. Okay, I'll tell you what it is. That's close. Yeah, I feel like you'll never oh, okay. guess it, and why would you? Because it's not named for what it is. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, it's a misnomer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Okay, it's like totally random. So it is. It sounds very Italian. It's not. It's the whitest thing you've ever heard of <laughs> it's fucking uh cream of wheat butter and sugar lemon juice and lemon zest you make the cream of wheat you dude that sounds like my another comfort food of mine oh like, it's good but that's not where yeah. it ends you refrigerate this at least 24 hours so it gets hard then you cut it into like bars bars mm-hmm. yeah little bites you know and then mm-hmm. um you <laughs> dip it in egg wash and you roll it in pulverized ritz cracker crumbs and then you fry it in butter what bitch oh bitch oh, i'll give you some i'm making it this year i want okay some. oh <gasps> my god it's <gasps> so it is so good um <laughs> it my grandma used to we got to the point where because it would just be out like at room temperature all day and then we'd eat it with dinner. But me and my cousin started eating it to the point where there wasn't any left when we got to dinner because she would starve <laughs> us, you know. And mm. so then we started playing Where Did Graham Hide the Polenta? And we had <laughs> every year she'd try and hide it from us. But then it became a game. And then when you found it, you'd tell the cousins you liked where it was. And it's like the finding the afikomen at uh at at Passover yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like this fun <laughs> game that like we'd all get into, and so we'd still eat it. And she'd be like, "Who's been eating it?" And then we no one would fess up. But that's so cute. It was really oh fun, God. and it, it's really good. But it's definitely not like an Italian dish, which I think it sounds like it is, but it's it's just an American. It's probably based on an Italian dish of some sort. It could be. Yeah. Like fried polenta. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, What do you have for – do you have any special – we know you have green bean casserole. Love green – you do normal green beans. Yeah, we we do do green bean casserole. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we do latkes for uh, Hanukkah because Hanukkah falls on Thanksgiving sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes uh, Hanukkah is like closer to Christmas, but um, a lot – like a couple years ago it was like – falling on thanksgiving it's after thanksgiving like a couple days the first day of hanukkah is after thanksgiving this year uh this mm. year but we're gonna we're gonna actually like celebrate it with uh dj's family a little like just do like little gifts and stuff for the kids and Aww. you know have like some dreidels and stuff out and maybe like i don't think we probably won't light the menorah because it's it not time doesn't yet. make sense yeah. but it's not time but we'll uh we'll do some hanukkah-esque things Aww. um and maybe we'll make latkes. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, and so that's something we do sometimes uh, if it works out. And then um, DJ and I do pineapple cocktails. Um, and this came from – this is a ritual that DJ and I developed when we le- we lived in D.C. and weren't going home for the hol- for, yeah. for Thanksgiving specifically. Yeah. And so it, it – it, this probably stemmed from my homesickness and seasonal depression. Oh. Uh, so I like wanted something tropical, something like, you know, totally opposite of the time of year. Like it'd be cold as balls outside or snowing or whatever. And I wanted something totally opposite of the holiday of, you know, just to be 
subversive in some way. Yeah. So we just we we have one of those like pineapple core things, and we you know we hollow out a pineapple basically. And then we make like a either like a pina colada <gasps> or like a painkiller or whatever. Oh my god! And put it in there. Oh so we, my- we oh, we'll we'll always try to do some sort of like you know tiki drink ah! on Thanksgiving, basically. I yeah. love mm-hmm. that. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's good and yeah. not traditional. Not traditional, yeah. But it is so for you. It is for yeah. us. Yes. Oh, I love that. And. Yeah, and so the last thing we'll talk about, and this is kind of what where our conversation started yeah. when when we got to this topic, uh, like this whole topic, we were like talking about ham, yeah, like, and why the fuck ham is a thing, and why is it always on Easter? Yeah. So apparently, historically, lamb was always the main course on Easter. And I think a lot of people still do yeah, lamb I think so. uh, for Easter dinner. Um, and it's definitely a thing. It like came from uh, Jewish tradition mm-hmm. for Passover. Um, it's 3,000 years old. Dang. Um, people doing not ham, but <laughs> lamb. lamb. <laughs> they rhyme. Do That's- Is that a coincidence? No. Ham, lamb. Um, so that's where like the shank bone for Passover, the Passover Seder plate comes from. Um, but yeah, Jews do not do ham. No, no. It is not kosher. <laughs> Jesus was a Jew, just to remind everyone also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know where ham, I, like where did people get ham? So ham, it came from the fact that um, like, so lamb was popular in the u.s like for a long time for easter but then in the u.s like wool was really popular so like lamb was like always on the menu Mm -hmm. but during world war ii like wool uh or after before after i I think after Mm -hmm. the demand for wool began to wane because there was like more synthetic fabrics Mm -hmm. after world war ii uh so like wool started to like not be like a thing and uh, so fewer legs of lamb became available for Easter. Mm. And so then they had to, like, find some substitute meat, basically. <gasps> and ham became a really good alternative That's why it rhymes. Lamb. That's why it rhymes. Yep. It's some ham marketing. Yeah, it's Easter ham, not Easter lamb. <laughs> um, and it was because farmers could preserve the meat and, and keep it during the winter months and then have it ready to go to market oh um, by the time spring arrived. And it was good to go. And ham also became a, a practical art alternative for lamb because it was more affordable mm. and came in a larger serving size. Uh, for example, in 1950, a leg of lamb cost around 74 cents, while a whole ham was av- available for about 62 cents. So, mm. you know, that's you got to get those savings. Oh, my God. Uh, and not to mention there's like a, ham is very versatile. You can... Uh, <laughs> You can put some brown sugar on it. You can put maple syrup on it. You can do pineapples. I would not do that, but you know, a lot of food can't do what she does. So <laughs> I was just out of. I just had an out of body experience where I'm like, we're hosting a podcast, and <laughs> you just said ham is very versatile. <laughs> it is, bitch. I mean, she's doing what she's doing what the other girls can't do. Um, yeah. Oh my god, she's out here in eggs. She's on a sandwich. She's mm. she yeah. She has a brown sugar coating. She's honey baked, bitch. Oh my god, my grandpa always gets a honey baked ham for Christmas, and that's what we that's what we would snack on before Christmas dinner usually. The crust um, from the honey baked yeah. ham. But man, it's so farty. <laughs> I and and like I don't eat ham anymore. Really. Yeah. Uh, well, I do. I get. I. I. I eat like prosciutto. <laughs> I eat prosciutto, and I eat you know oh, bitch, all you eat other. Fancy ham. I eat fancy ham. You yeah. eat that upper class so, ham. You know what are you gonna do? You eat that um, international ham. The Italian ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A ham from Italy. <laughs> from Italy. Uh, yeah. Um, what about tamales oh. though? Tamales for Christmas yes, time. Yes. A lot of people in this world eat tamales on Christmas. Oh. My family included. Yeah. This is something that my family does because we're Mexican on my mom's side. And we're also like sixth generation Californians. Mm-hmm. So I think it's actually it's required. required. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, but like the tradition of tamales dates back to like Mesoamerican times, way before Spanish colonizers arrived. Um, Mesoamericans believe that God created humans from corn. Oh. So corn is very sacred. Mm-hmm. It is very important. Uh, and it's tamales are very special because they're it's like part of a ritual it was part of a ritual offering to like wrap this corn based you know food yeah and it was uh it was ritualistic and was a human stand-in kind Mm -hmm. of instead of like human sacrifice which um you know yeah they don't do that um so but to this day a lot of sacred occasions like you know in Mexico, uh, baptisms, first communions, mm-hmm. uh, wedding anniversaries, like quinceañeras, uh, you know, any big event, tamales are going to be there. Yeah, it's like it's like having like a like a turkey at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got to have it. Yeah. Um, my family, we would get together and like make tamales, but it's like a oh huge, huge undertaking. It's a lot of fucking work because. You have to make the fillings, yeah, and you have to make sure the masa is just right. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta you don't fuck around. Pressure cook them. You have to cook them in like a huge pot. Yeah. It's like it's so much work. So we can't all get together. We can't. Yeah. We just can't get it together like we used to be able to when I was younger. So um, that's like a, we just happily pay experts yeah, to do yeah, it for yeah. us. <laughs> that's like a ceremony in itself. Because I remember it is like we. Um, I have cousins that are Mexican and when I was really little and uh, her parents got divorced. So that's why we stopped doing this. But I remember going to her house and my aunt like would have all of her family over and we got, you know, to participate in it a couple of times. And like it's a whole like you're everybody's at different stations. Everybody's like yeah. doing this together. And that's like the fun part about it. You know, yeah. that's the part where and this is why it's like sad to me that my grandma didn't let us be in the kitchen and like helping I think that's why you all get together it's like Mm -hmm. to do this thing together and be spending time together that it's not for one or two people to be in the kitchen and the rest of you are like sitting out it doing whatever it's like you want to be spending time and talking and asking questions and I think a potluck Thanksgiving is the way to go. Yeah. Like, it's so you, nice. Like, if you're hosting, you do the turkey, yeah. sure. Yeah. But everybody else brings sides. Yes. And, like, you don't have to be relegated to the kitchen mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever for the entirety of the day. Yeah. Because you're trying to do a thousand things at once and time everything. So, yeah. And we started doing that, I guess, as my grandma got older. But it was, like, the dumb shit. It's, like, someone bring the rolls. Someone bring a salad. You know? Or, like, sprinkle the marshmallows on top of the sweet potato pie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, man. I know. But I love these traditions of, like, making stuff together. I've already started, like, uh, (laughs) today I planted two seeds for my mom to make tamales this year. I was like, she's like, I've only used my Instant Pot twice. I'm like, ooh, you know, it'd be really good in there. Chili Verde. And then I was like, also, you can make tamales. Dude, Chili Verde, I made I made the other day. It's, it's so, so easy. easy in the Instant I know, Pot. Yeah. I know. But you can make a filling one day. And then the next yeah. day, you could pressure cook the tamales in there. So it's just, it's so, it it is a lot yeah, of work. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, like you said, it's just, that was like the tradition of like everybody getting together. And you like. You are in a room and you're taking up a lot of space yeah. and you're doing a lot of things all at once. And it's just like you have to get together yeah. on Christmas Eve and do yeah. it. And then the next day you eat them oh, on Christmas Day. So, so nice. Yeah. So those are just a couple traditions that like I always wondered about like why, why ham, yeah, why, why ham? tamales on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas is, is, you know, it's just a, it's a special day. And tamales, I will eat tamales year round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've been so disappointed by so many tamales too in my life. I need, I just need like one more. I need one more good one to like win me back over because mm. I've stopped ordering them like at restaurants and stuff because they're always 
the ratio of filling to masa is off. And they're always, yes. the filling's dry also. And I'm like, sauce this up. Let's get saucy. Yeah. Well, it's hard because if it's too wet, then it'll fuck up the masa. Yeah. And you like the masa has to be perfect. Like, but then put a perfect. sauce on top, yeah. you know, do so. Let's balance this dish out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. It's really, really tough. That's why we, again, we, we pay the yeah, experts yeah. to, to yeah. <laughs> make them. I know. So There's a lot of work. Mm. Yep. Oh, well, well, I'm hungry now. <laughs> I know. I really want a tamale. Oh. I know. I would settle for, I don't know. Some chips and queso. Yeah, I, truly. I, would, oh, I might get a snack. I, might I don't get a know. I too. uh well that's that's all i got i'm now i'm like feeling very ready to like get into the holidays i was not i was not um not psyched per se um but after like talking and reminiscing and like going deep on some of the traditions that our family uh has yeah and like thinking it like just thinking about the memories i have like from past thanksgivings and christmases and all the meals we've had and all the fights that my family's gotten in um i'm i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready to jump in it's you know it's different having kids too Mm -hmm. it's like it's all it's all and in a a pandemic there's weird feelings but we were talking Mm -hmm. before we started everyone's being safe everyone's hopefully been boosted or can get boosted soon and yeah it's uh Feels like maybe uh, definitely going to be more normal than last year in yeah, terms of getting yeah. together, hopefully. But who yeah. knows? I hope you guys all are able to enjoy your holidays safely. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, enjoy the last, the remaining months of this year, yeah. if you can. Ugh. Um, also. And let's have a better, let's have a better 2022. Oh my God, please. I mean, it couldn't be worse. Uh, I could. It could, but. <laughs> I know. Don't say Famous that last shit. words. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we are hungry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're festive. We're ready. Oh I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, go follow us on all the social media. Mm-hmm. Send us pics of your busted ass or delicious uh, Thanksgiving dinners. I don't know. Send us pictures you of your gray ass green bean casserole. <laughs> mm, I love it. <laughs> we love yeah. it. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, happy holidays. Happy Honda days. Yay. Oh my God. <laughs> happy Honda days. Tis the season. Tis the season. Um, Listen here, listen. Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.